you see me like holding up the waluigi thoughtfully let me just take a break you see me hold up this uh dr ian malcolm action <laughs> figure from if you see me hold up this vhs copy of mac and me the hit 1986 movie fully articulated neca this gremlins action figure you see me hold up this one-to-one -one skill kawaki and lizard monkey from star wars return of the jedi you see me hold up this dexter jexter attack of the clones action figure playing a, a full-scale defender arcade cabinet that i got from hallmark you see me hold up uh, Panda Baba and Dr. Amazon um, before oh, he got really nice, killed. Actually. Yeah, they're really good. They're great. Star Wars Black Series. <laughs> that did it. Right, let's start right now. That killed Rev. We did it. <laughs>
more of the three houses elements into this, like like the base building and presumably the. I mean, it's a, they've had romance options or like like relate relationship building, I guess, for a long time. Mm-hmm. But the romance stuff got very very deep in three houses, and I I hope that's coming back. It seems like that's coming back. I don't understand well, why the protagonist looks like he's wearing a clown wig. Uh, that's okay. <laughs> Because it's anime. That's just normal. It comes hair. from a long lineage of clowns. It's the first yes. clown. Dragon hero. clowns. I actually heard uh, a rumor. This one might have four houses. Just out. We, we've we've never gone that far before. No. In this we economy, have actually we did in the DLC for three houses where there was a secret oh, fourth just, house. The secret basement house that no one talks about. <laughs> what a sad. Well, group of there goes my joke. But thank you does. anyway. Brian, do you have any? Are you? Do you have any love for the Fire Emblem series? Are you looking forward to this? I Fire Emblem I love that it makes you all happy. I'm not personally super interested in it's it. The um, best way. It's beautiful. This this is like yeah. this is easily one of the better looking games we saw today. Um, mm-hmm. Just art art wise, and I don't know. I could give it a I could give it a shot because I've gotten into uh, strategy games that are like this, um, and we we still don't have any news on Advance Wars, so. That's infinitely Which delayed. I'm or, very surprised yeah. about. Actually. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was I a shoe in. I expected that but... to be there. That's weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, no, this this looked beautiful. I'm very happy for you all. I'm not super interested in it, <laughs> but you know, I will I will live through your joy. Yeah. It, it also showed off um, like an like an Ouroboros mechanic almost, like where they team up and become one person who yeah, fights. the fusion dance with Marth. Yeah, the fusion dance. I'm <laughs> smart. <laughs> I, I, I will say I'm a little finally. Like again, as someone who got into it at three houses, pretty much, and had only played one Fire Emblem before that, I, I'm a little, I'm a little wary. Like I hope, I hope I don't have to know a bunch of facts about old Fire Emblem games Uh-oh. to enjoy this. I hope it's not I'm just sure a giant train like, of references. You know, in that in that in that one Fire Emblem game, the guy's like, "Hey, here's a classic one line." Like, "Oh man, he's gonna do the thing." Like I, I don't really remember any. Fire Emblem Heroes, like having like a catch thing that you're like, oh, I have to know this reference in order to get it. I feel like it's just going to be like, hey, you can summon people who are fans of Sirius. I can summon this character and like it'd be like a, a nice nod, but I don't see them being maybe it's maybe they'll tie it into some of the other stories. Who knows? But maybe it'll tie it into not. the mobile game. Yeah, that was also a big multiverse kind of game. That's yeah. Ugh. Well, say that. That is Fire Emblem Engage, and it comes out, and I wrote this down. 2023 wow i think that's uh january right comes out uh, yeah january oh yeah yeah, yeah yeah i thought i'm sorry i thought that was an exclamation point but it's actually the I wrote this article one. an hour ago it comes out january 20th uh, 2020 you wrote the article i'm sorry reb you wrote 2022 Uh-oh. oh did i january oh yeah. man for, hold on, real quick, just to, to clear up the, the traffic jam a little bit. There was a Nintendo Direct at 7 a.m. California time today, and we all watched it very excited. Probably like some of us in our pajamas. Reb scrambled to the office to go to that, that haunted room she's in right now, <laughs> and uh, then we just we jumped right into this. And so we're our, the gears are are grinding a little bit, but we're getting there. So work with us. We're you know we're working through it. We're with you it's all. Coming out soon. Yeah, I just yes, DM out- Scrubbles and asked him to correct my release date. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to the IGN audience. No, you're professional. We'll issue a correction. Uh, it, it'll be fine. But that was uh, Fire Emblem Engage comes out January first, two thousand twenty-three, which is mm-hmm. shockingly soon. Actually, it'll be here before we know it. Next up was the game that I was really, really excited for when I saw Wario tweet out the leak this morning because they accidentally listed it on Green Man Gaming. That. Uh, that is Octopath Traveler. Too, which right, uh, I'm, I'm a little bummed that got spoiled this morning. Yeah, I'm a I little mean, bit bummed like too. Five minutes before the direct. That's all it takes. Five minutes too many to ruin, yep, to ruin my all... year. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, the rest I'm a little of the... bummed they uh, still kept the Octopath name. I thought that we've moved beyond the project names. Well, no, I, I mean, mean every, they they used that weird word for many years, and everyone got very used to it. Um, despite all the efforts that that word made to uh, us not to get used to it. And now we're going to keep it's, using it. That, now it's recognized. It's the first, first letter of strategy. each. It's the first yeah. letter of each character's name in the original game. So that's, oh, that's right. I totally forgot about yeah. that. So I'm sure that this one will be Owen, Carl, oh, oh, Harry, no. another Owen, Patrick, <laughs> Two Owens. Um, Emily so with an A. So I didn't play the first Octopath. 
Um, <sighs> it sounded cool, and I always meant to, but I didn't. And then I played Live Alive and madly loved it. And yeah. I have heard many people tell me that the first Octopath is like a, a slightly less impressive version of Live Alive. Uh, so I don't think mm -hmm. I'm going back to the first one, but I might oh, play the second one. Well, I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't know. I, I, I want it to be Live Alive, and I'm not sure it's going to live up to it for me. But maybe it will. I mean, well, maybe I should give the second one a chance. We'll see. Maybe it'll live up it, to it for you. Wow. <laughs> that right. is true. Nice. Give it a shot. There's there's room in your heart for both of these these games. Come on, Reb. Yeah, but um, this, isn't this can... the first one? How long is the first one? It's like a gajillion hours. Oh, right? it's long. It's like it yeah. took me like sixty hours, and that was like review playing. That was like I'm just going to play this game till I get to the end, and I actually didn't get to the secret end, which is another twenty oh, or no. thirty hours that they like everybody found out about no, 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 after. No, no. But this one looks a little more fleshed out. The thing that I love the most about it, aside from the obvious, is that, like, you know, the art style is the battle system. I love the battle system in Octopath Traveler. And it looks like from a few little, you know, scenes of battling, like, that's going to come back. It's a matter of figuring out weaknesses and figuring out how to exploit them and, like, chaining attacks. And it's one of my favorite things about the Octopath Traveler game. And, uh, yeah, uh, this is probably my most anticipated game that isn't one of the games that we're going to be talking about. <laughs> Later on, but there was yeah, Octopath Two. Um, sorry, that? in the middle, there was one note that I saw in the middle of the trailer that made me uh, pause and think about it. They were talking about how uh, how the characters' fates intertwine. I think that was something that Octopath One didn't do really well. They had right. these separate stories, and even though you had a party, they never really like referenced being in each other's presence. And I think that was kind of like a, a small like sour point for that game. It was like I I wanted to see. How the characters interacted so i'm hoping that the sequel actually gives us more of like they hey we're on the same team like what if i offer some more flavor to your quest line that you're going on for each of these individual character paths we also got news that of a lot of n64 games coming to the nintendo switch online expansion uh let's see here uh pilot wing 64 i know everyone's clamoring for that one i think that's actually just me Mario Parties mm -hmm. 1, 2, and 3? What? I, thought, what that, I thought that part was going to keep going, by the way. He's like, Mario, <laughs> Mario, 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 Mario Party Mario Party, Mario Party Including 3. ones that were Mario not on the N64. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just, <laughs> just keep counting I, I, on the clock. I might actually, I mean, I, I like never dip into Nintendo Switch Online, and I'm constantly saying that no one actually plays that thing. Uh, but Incorrect. I... I I'm kind of excited. Okay, you do. Uh, I'm kind of excited for Mario Party. I might actually boot it up for that uh, when I have some people over just so I can hate all my friends again. I miss that. <laughs> yeah, I've been having to use the, um, what was it, like, like the Wii Virtual Console when friends come over to play Mario Party 2 because I love that game. All my friends love playing it. And like, I'm like, man, it would be nice if we had to like, hook up all the old cables to this Wii just to play Mario Party mm -hmm. 2. So I, this, this is my moment. Like, man. All Mario parties and the Pokemon Stadium games. I'm I'm actually diving over the fence to get uh, the expansion pass now. So I, I was, I was like, I was really happy about Pilot Wings because uh, I don't like I don't think it's a, like a great game, but it's really chill, except for when it's yeah. incredibly frustrating. And it was one of the two games available at launch for the N64, and I feel like Mario 64 gets constantly. You know, like it was put in the collection. It got it, it's I, it's it's been put on basically every system. Got ported to DS or remade. Um, whereas Pilot Wings like got a 3DS sequel, but other than that, like it doesn't really. It it kind of gets forgotten. But it was one of the two games I have like really fond memories of playing at the N64's launch, and I'm like really down to jump in there again because there's like a bunch of cool stuff in that game. Yeah, it's a like you said, Where's it's Donkey a Kong 64. That's what I want to know. Where like is nobody it? else wants it. I think they announced the expansion pass. It's in the garbage can where it belongs. <laughs> There's going to be a tier higher than the expansion pass. It's just like expansion pass with like GoldenEye and then pay 20 bucks more to get Donkey Kong 64. Yeah, they hid 650,000 balloons on the eShop. And if you can find them all, you can <laughs> unlock the coins that will let you purchase the pre order That's the content of Donkey Kong 64. Yeah. Sounds Not a good right. game. No, no donkey, no DK sixty four, which was a bummer. I, want I was hoping for it, but we are getting ten eighty snowboarding, which I have really fond memories of playing that with my friends. Even though it wasn't multiplayer, it's was just like pass the controller, like see if you can, you know, do whatever task you're tasked with on ten eighty. I think you're supposed to do a ten eighty. 
and then you win. Uh, not not the most in-depth game. That's not really true. Excitebyte 64, which is a kind of an underrated, very good game. And then, of course, the big spoiler, or spoiler, yeah, the big reveal at the end was GoldenEye is coming to the N64 online service with expansion. You'll be able to play it online with your friends. It's very, I swore, I said a very, a very uh, unfamily-friendly word out loud with excitement because as much as I recognize that GoldenEye isn't the best FPS, that probably is, that and Mario Kart are games, are the two games that I have the most like happy fondness memories for on the N64. And it'll be really fun to play that again. However, it's not a Switch exclusive. It's coming to um, like Game Pass as well. So, but you know, that free thing that you pay for every month, it'll be coming to that. So who else is excited for GoldenEye? Slaps only. I'm very excited. I will, I'm, um, I'm a Perfect Dark person. Sorry. Uh, really? I know. I, I love Perfect Dark. That was my, like, GoldenEye was like, I was okay. I like this fun. Perfect Dark. I would love to see that one get the uh, Switch Online as well. Because so, having a Farsight just makes people mad. <laughs> I, I have a feeling that'll be next. I mean, if they can figure out the expansion pack compatibility for Nintendo uh, Switch Online. Or whatever. <laughs> but um, yeah. What was interesting about this announcement is a it's got online on it which is very cool um that's uh, the n64 port with online online is very cool like awesome the original version awesome great excited the exact same moment this thing got announced rare tweeted out 25 years after its original release experience goldeneye 007 faithfully recreated for xbox consoles includes achievements 4k resolution and smoother frame rate even in split screen local multiplayer coming to game pass that's that rumored uh goldeneye remake that we've been hearing about for a very long time I don't know if that's, oh, okay, so this is, yeah, so it's going to have the simultaneous uh, release for the Nintendo Switch Online uh, port. So that's, uh, you'll have you'll have multiple choices to play GoldenEye, I guess. I don't know if if the Switch is getting the 4K HD version, I, like, yeah, uh, yeah. I doubt it, but that kind of wow. undercut the news a little bit for me, because like, I, I've, I've been wanting this, that rumored, you know, 4K remaster for a very long time. But I'm glad that both exist because you'll get to play the original version in all its, you know, original glory the and then oh, all the jank and then plus the new one. So um, either way, that I, have any of you played that game on on a system that didn't have an N64 controller attached to it recently? Because it's it's a little brain breaking to play that with like a modern yeah. controller or on PC without the, the Bowser Claw controller. Right. Yeah, it's actually even it's even hard to go back and play it with that controller after having played mm -hmm. so many FPS games with like modern controllers and mouse and keyboard. Like it just it doesn't make sense to me at all. I find it very difficult and I'm looking forward to going back to it and getting good again. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I was never good at N64 uh GoldenEye. But boy, I tried. I was good because I screen looked and I was a dirty cheater. You know what? Everyone's like, oh, you're a screen looker. It's like, come on, dude. Who among us? Let's like, let's be honest with ourselves for a second. Everybody screen looked. I don't care what split screen game you played. You screen looked. Everybody screen looked. Don't act like you didn't screen look. Welcome to the NBC we, confessional. I think I've told this story on the show before, but like me and my friends did this thing where we set up cardboard between <laughs> all the screens on like a crappy little and two of us were sitting on the floor and then two of us were sitting like on a couch with chairs on it. So they were, everyone had like their own books. <laughs> it was terrible. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but we also, you could like, you could learn like the, the sounds of like proximity mod explosions against certain <laughs> objects or whatever. Like you could, there was like parts where you could just be like, all right, I know exactly where in the bathroom and the facility they are. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> Well, the yeah, good news is with online play, noise. there won't be any screen uh, screen sniping. You won't be able to see yeah. someone's screen unless you're over at their house playing online. And if you're doing that, stop being a weirdo. <laughs> okay. Enough about GoldenEye. Real quick, there is a Xenoblade 3 expansion with a lady who's made of robot parts. She's a mechanical lady, and she'll join your party and open up 1,000 new systems for Xenoblade 3, I'm sure. Uh, I really enjoy Xenoblade 3. I really enjoyed here in the uh, uh, the Direct when he called it Xenoblade 3 because people are always correcting us and saying, oh, it's actually it's Xenoblade, but uh, Nintendo calls it Xenoblade 2. Uh, who is excited for Xenoblade 3's new uh, Clockwork Lady? 
All right. You are being in 20 years. <laughs> I have time for that game, unfortunately. Hey, I like Xenoblade 3 a lot. And I'm kind of the same. I, the only reason I'm not playing it is because it does take up so much time. There she is. I, did, I like this part a lot because the announcer kept being like, a mechanical woman? A girl made of <laughs> robot stuff? A mechanical girl? And a ton of tunnels. Doesn't like Mountain Dew in that clip? What was that? Oh, hell yeah. Some yes, sort of voodoo. tin lady. <laughs> that was great. She's a bionicle. Um, and it's I don't have 120 hours to put into Xenoblade 3 because I'm too busy putting 120 hours into Splatoon 3. Thank you. Oh. All right. Well, yeah. we're going to talk about it. I only got time for one. You got you yeah. carefully. Later on. That is a, oh, look at, they got hunky boys with their shirts off in Xenoblade. Yeah, you got the Xenoblade. swimsuit DLC. Oh my God. No JRPG is complete without the swimsuit DLC. That's true. Yeah, where's the Splatoon swimsuit DLC? They don't have it. Okay, now. This was, uh, I, when me, Mr. Miyamoto showed up on screen, I started freaking out. I was like, oh my God, he's going to make all my Nintendo dreams come true. And then he talked about Pikmin Bloom for 25 minutes. It was like uh, like a timeshare kind of thing where the whole time you're like, oh, I didn't, I was tricked into this. And Being on the I news call was great because you heard, you could hear Joe Scrubbles like, like get really excited and then die inside and then get really excited and oh. die inside every time he thought that yeah, Pikmin 4 was coming Pratt. up and then it was actually Pikmin Bloom. <laughs> it's Joe, uh, our UK executive editor of news. Uh, he kept saying mate when the news was bad mm -hmm. and then in it. The news was good. I understand. <laughs> Either way, who cares? Pikmin Bloom, great. Have a good time. Fall off a, a cliff playing your dumb game. Great. Awesome. Pikmin <laughs> 4. They finally, yeah! finally, finally. It's real. But it was like, what, like it's seven, eight years ago? Miyamoto was like in an interview and he's like, oh, yeah, 2015. He's like, oh, by the way, we're working on another Pikmin game. I don't know. I guess we'll talk about that someday. And then just didn't for seven years. And then here we are. They're so in great. In 2017, the... he said it was yes. all done. Yes. He, he's, it was at that point, he had the logo sketched out. He's like, it's he almost here, baby. He was so about it. He was so Rev, do you know how, do you know how long it takes to render a realistic Duracell battery? It's, it's <laughs> at least five years. And to have all the, so all the little boys kick. I love this. I love, I, lo I love Pikmin 3 so much. I played like 70 hours of that game with my kid uh, over the last few years. It, Pikmin 4 is gorgeous. Uh, it's coming to Switch. I'm, I'm, I'm just so, so happy that this, this, this franchise, like, it's it's always kind of there for Nintendo, but like that you know they show up in Smash Brothers, Niantic gets to borrow them for a couple of years or whatever they're doing over there. But Pikmin Four, that's that's that that, that was one of the biggest probably the biggest surprise of the show for me today. So I'm I'm very happy for that. Did you I'm really interested. Miyamoto was in his T-shirt. Yes. Like showing the T-shirt and he's like, look at this T-shirt I made. And then like the very end, he's like, you know, like lifting his blazer to like show you the T-shirt again. He he's almost more proud of that than the game. Look at this T-shirt. You can't buy it. No. Never have it. Make it yourself. I think my favorite part of that was that, yes, like there's the famous tweet that had just revived on, uh, on Twitter, like a five-year-old tweet or a seven-year-old tweet that we made. And people were like, oh, my God, Pikmin 4 is coming and without looking at the date. And then today it was like, oh, my God, it's done. He's going to – he's like, and it's coming out someday. <laughs> Goodbye. Here's my shirt. And that was Seven it. more years. Yeah, <laughs> it'll be on the Switch too. But it's very exciting. Brian, I'm like you. I love Pikmin. I think it's so fun and it's so charming. And it, uh, I, I love the way that uh, they, they talk to each other. And I love mm -hmm. just all the sounds and the, everything about it. I actually never beat Pikmin 3. I could not beat that last boss. Um, so I might... That, I last, that, that, that last boss is, is deranged. It doesn't even feel like it's... I won't even spoil anything, but it does not feel like it's from that game or that universe no. by any stretch. It is... It is like um, a horrifying creature from the end of Annihilation. Like, uh, I will say, yeah, right. Yeah. I will say, um, <laughs> quick, quick shout out to a little game called Tiny Kin, um, mm, which yep. is kind of Pikmin esque. Uh, it's a 3D platformer with a lot of Pikmin stuff uh, in it. Basically, you have you control Tiny Kin and like do fun stuff, collect stuff. That's available on Switch right now. Uh, it's also on Game Pass. I love that game. Totally scratched the Pikmin itch for me. So if you're looking for something to hold you over until this game comes out, go check that one out. Yeah, I, I concur. Oh, we actually had Tom 
Tom recommended it last week and it is super fun. And there's a demo uh, in case you haven't, you know, if you don't want to try it out, there's a demo on the switch. If you do want to try it out, uh, won't cost you a thing, but your time. So this was a surprising one for me. I didn't expect to see Kirby's return to dreamland deluxe, but you know, we've been getting a lot of Kirby and who doesn't like Kirby? Kirby? It's the year of Kirby. Yep. Finally, we did not get a little Kirby game and watch, but that's okay. Cause there's no real history there. So. You know, it mm-hmm. is what it is. But yeah, Kirby's Return to Dreamland. I've never played uh, Return to Dreamland, so I don't have any uh, excitement other than it just looks really cute and fun. And it has a, a new mecha suit, which I guess is a sort of callback to Planet Robotobot. So who's excited for Kirby? I am. I'm excited. Uh, I only played it at a friend's house like way back, but I remember my favorite thing was doing the, the minigame modes. And there's a, like a Samurai Showdown where you have to like draw your sword or like with like the right button press. And it's just really fun. And now they have like a, a four player variant where all four people can draw their samurai swords for one slash and then one person actually wins that fight. They have all these so like fun. they have like a really good history of fun mini games. Yeah, it's Kirby. Look at how cute Kirby is. Yeah, he looked oh. really cute. I wasn't I I don't know. I really I actually should play this. I wasn't super enthralled by it when I saw it on the show, but I actually should play it because I, I really loved Kirby Planet Robobot, mm-hmm. uh, Seth. Uh, I thought oh, that is was it great. Robobot? I thought it was a Robotobot. It's Robobot. Robobot's the name uh, of my album. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, you're right. Um, yeah. I loved, I loved Robobot. I thought it was an amazing game. Um, and I wasn't as high on Star Allies, uh, but I, 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 I yeah. I I should play this. This this looks like it would be my. Oh, here it is. We'll play Samurai. Oh, oh my gosh, Samurai. Whoa! Is that the predecessor yeah. to that one-two switch game where you like draw the gun? <laughs> must be. Oops. <laughs> no, actually, the predecessor to that was uh, the old Timey West. Oh right, sorry. The the Mario Party Two draw mini game. Mm. Brian, will you be playing uh, Kirby's Return to Dreamland Deluxe when it releases for Nintendo Switch? February twenty fourth, two thousand twenty three. Oh, that was a good good setup. Yeah, uh, yes, I absolutely will. That that looks that looks very very fun. And I I like Kirby. I like him. I think he's good. I yeah, think his everybody. Are great. He's a friend. Yeah, he's he's got a lot of friends that just stick with him through thick or thin. And I you really him. hate that tree. They just beat the yeah that, the crap out of that tree every week. It's just one of the most Why underrated keep, Nintendo villains. Keep kicking that the tree. Ass every it's like thirty five years now. They go kick that tree's ass. Why? It's yeah, just well, it's uh, like, he's asleep, wakes up, kicks a tree's ass, and then defeats some interdimensional four. Goes it's not even like it's not even in the it's a tree, it's not like it's like mm-hmm. doing anything, but you know, it just sh- shoots wind and apples or whatever. I think just he goes out of his way to mm-hmm. find that tree. Like, I'm pissed off. Where's that tree? They really like there's no reason. He's just like, he's like, man, today was good. We should go fight that tree again. There's no reason to keep fighting that. Kirby. I love you, I love your friends. I think you guys are all doing a great job. Um, stop beating up that tree. I'm begging you. Well, I it's think just a tree. what happened was they read the giving tree and that tree gave them nothing. <laughs> and they're super mad about it. You're this tree gives give apples me... and and wind, right? <laughs> that is true. Maybe Leave he just alone. hates the Lorax. This is not even, I'm not even being like, you know, like a, like a, like PETA or vegan or something. I'm just, I just leave that particular tree alone. Fight a different tree. Ah, yes. Fight no People trees. for the ethical tree uh attack <laughs> there, there was an old screenshot from some old kirby game that was getting shared around on twitter not that long ago that's that's the tree wispy woods go it's got a little, a little root exposed or whatever and it's going hey kirby uh don't step on my roots please and then the next <laughs> clip is kirby with a huge smile on his face just you know marching along and stomp right he brings he yeah. brings he'll like kill a kill a guy and take his hammer and then go up to the tree and just beat on the tree for like 25 minutes he does this like three or four times a year and he's been doing it for 30 years now i'm asking you personally stop it kirby is a famed anti-environmental environmentalist <laughs> leave that tree alone leave the tree alone folks please game looks great kirby. <laughs> it does it looks delightful it's like every other kirby game they're all delight- even the ones that you don't really like you're like oh it's so cute. Kirby will just go, nah, nah, nah. and then your heart melts. And, I think mm-hmm. you should kiss his friends again. I didn't know I Kirby. Waddle oh, Kirby kissing Waddle Dee's his boyfriend. Waddle Dee's his boyfriend. I think they should smooch I didn't know again. That. Yeah, they used to uh, yeah, smooch. No they used idea. to smooch when they healed really? each other, uh, and now they just high five. Uh, they should smooch again. Oh. They're boyfriends. They, have, like, what happens when have they, they've explored this? When a Kirby inhales another Kirby, like what? 
Does anyone know? I think it's uh, it's don't, like when you don't uh... go down this path. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, there's there's Kirby. Brought his he brought red... his, his <laughs> he's got a chef knife. He's gonna go stab that tree. His red trap. I saw someone draw art of that same Kirby, but he's surrounded by police cars. <laughs> he's just holding a knife in the middle of the street. <laughs> it's absolutely terrifying. <laughs> Unbelievable. Well, there's nothing Kirby can't do. He can terrify you, or he can warm. Your he can't stop heart. beating up that tree. That's something he can't do. <laughs> can't stop. Why doesn't he just eat the tree and live a day in the shoes of the tree? Maybe he wouldn't beat it up so much. I bet you he's, he chops it down and it keeps growing back because it's like, stop doing that. And then he just comes back again. It's, it's, How many times have uh, people ask me, old tree? Yeah. It's like this Cain and Abel thing. It's, <laughs> it's, we're just really, it's dark. It's terrifying. Just leave the tree alone, Kirby. Yeah. I'm sure that there's a, a real reason. When we get uh, Kirby Historia, they'll write the timeline of why he has to beat this tree up every time. And it'll the be entire comment that section door. is going to be full of people explaining to us why the tree is bad, actually. Yeah. <laughs> they, they'll all be from yeah, the sub, subreddit slash r why the tree is bad, actually. <laughs> Let's talk about the biggest game of all, at least in my opinion. And I mm -hmm. think pretty much everybody else is. We finally know the name of the Breath of the Wild sequel, The Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom. And my God, does this game look incredible from the three seconds more that they showed us. Every time they show just a little bit more. No. I get, I get it's like they show 1% of the game and I get 500% more <laughs> excited about. That's all you Zelda need, right? The breath, that's all I need. Just. Give me yeah, a, a, just a little taste. You're a little bit old already. This this is... Is, we, saw, we saw some hieroglyphic wall art of the, the Bobo Clients. Those, they're back. Those, ba those bad boys are back. But what, what uh, they changed the, it. I just read Hyrule Storia too. It's, it's Bobo Clients now. <laughs> so, um, no, but they, they also have, the, they have this map of different, uh, it looks like dungeons. Like that was one of the things yeah. that a lot of people are theorizing about, um, which was obviously like the, that was the one thing that people really, really wanted back from mm -hmm. uh breath of the wild and i'm happy that's here there's more of that skyward swords jumping stuff that we've seen this yeah, is the I, longest we've we've ever had to wait between zelda sequels by far yeah and I can feel we it. finally have a release date it's it's out in may and we have a we have a title which the, all great news and look look what link yeah. does there he climbs he climbs a tree he doesn't fight it he just climbs it <laughs> why did it take so long for them to tell us the title of this game i don't i know the theory was that the title was going to spoil like, something oh. I don't feel yes. that I learned anything new from knowing what the title of this game is. Well, I'm yeah. glad that you said that because now I get to ruin everybody's day with my theory as to why oh it's called Tears of the Kingdom. Now, when we see that weird xenomorph uh, hieroglyphic, it is surrounded by seven little dots, which people are thinking might be dungeons. However, given the fact that Nintendo said, we can't tell you what it is because it'll spoil the game. And then they say it's called Tears of the Kingdom. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense unless mm -hmm. it's Tears of the Kingdom. And here's my theory. Brendan is so upset right now. He's squinting. Uh, he doesn't want to hear this, but this is my theory. There are seven 3D Zelda games. There are seven little dots around the Xenomorph oh hieroglyphic. God. I believe what? that there are tears through the timeline or reality where he visits each one of the previous no. realms of the 3D. And we're already seeing the Skyward Sword one, but we haven't seen the other oh ones yet. God. That is my theory. Uh, it is tears of the kingdom. How Link did you be... have time to formulate this complex thought? I literally just watched this trailer. I, it feels like five minutes ago. Uh, I haven't, mm -hmm. I've only had one cup of coffee. There, how, how did you have time to think about this? That's my secret, Reb. I'm always thinking about The Legend of Zelda. My theory is I hate your theory. <laughs> what? Okay, I'll, I'll, I actually, I love this theory. I think it's very yeah, I think good. Yeah, that's cool. That's dope. I'm just so multiversed out. I can't take, they're, they're already doing a Fire Emblem multiverse. We don't need Zelda one too. I mean, it might not no, necessarily okay. be. I think it's like less interesting, potentially, uh, than it could be just because you know the whole th breath of the wild was like this beautiful open continuous world and i'm not sure how i feel about having a bunch of separate gated ones in response to that uh but 
but I, I trust this team deeply because of, yeah. I mean, Breath mm -hmm. of the Wild is my favorite game of all time. Like I, I yeah. deeply trust the team working on this. And so whether your theory, if your theory is true, if it is something like that, I, I feel instinctively that they are probably going to do it justice, especially given how long they have spent oh. on this, refining it, well, and trying to make it. What if, okay. So what if it like you're, you're onto something, Brad, but what if, what if like they go, okay, so you're, we've got this big interconnected world, but the smaller areas of that are inspired by previous Zelda dungeons. games. And so, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like dungeons. Dun dungeons or even overworld stuff could be like, Hey, we took, like, we approximated the snow area from twilight princess and we expanded it into something bigger. And then we took, yeah. Oh, like the, the field from Ocarina of time and expanded into something bigger. And within those things, there's, there's a dungeon in each one. Yeah. Um, I can get behind that. You know, that could work. Right. I think that actually holds. Uh, I think you might be onto something because one of the the working titles was "Oops, All Water Dungeons." Right? <laughs> yes. Oops. <laughs> oh my god! If you get enough tears, it just makes enough water to form your own water dungeon. <laughs> just everybody cried so oh. hard and made a water dungeon. Yep, there it is. Also, uh, I mean, it explains why they didn't uh, show the direct in the UK today, out of respect. Yeah, that was odd timing. Yep. I'm anyway. sure that Nintendo was so excited, and then they're like, oh, that's a huge bummer. So, yeah, Legend of Zelda. We get to see some of the new sort of powers, I guess. He rides a boulder into the sky. I'm really interested yeah, there's, to see. Yeah, there's some stuff going on. I mean, we saw those patents a while ago for, like, game tech, and we've seen some other trailers. There's clearly something. I, I really want to see this in action. Like, I want to see, a, like, an active 10-minute like, yes. gameplay segment to figure out how this works. Because there's clearly some sort of gameplay that involves verticality, like jumping off of islands and then being able to warp up through them. And it it seems like it goes a step beyond just sort of being able to teleport from one place to another, right? Like a, like a fast travel system. Like this, this, this older thing going up. I really, I really just want to see it in action. I want to know what's going on. I'm so curious. What is that glider? He's riding a paper airplane. This is so cool. I gotta know what's going on. Oh my gosh, this is going to be great. This is all I'm going to talk about all of May and probably all of June and all of July and maybe oh, all of August yeah. next year. Mm -hmm. We can talk about yeah, all right now. now. Yeah, that too. I've not been ex as excited for a game probably ever as I am to the follow-up. Well, the best game ever made. Like I mentioned before, this is the longest way be between Zelda games, but also the Zelda games before that were kind of, I mean, they were obviously massive and packed with secrets, but Breath of the Wild is like the gift that keeps giving. Like people, we still post things that people have figured yeah. out in Breath of the Wild. I'm yeah. convinced that Link riding a boulder in this trailer was someone that stasis launched from the last game and is still in the sky. <laughs> like that's that's how that's how like kind of like long tailed Breath of the Wild has been. That that game came out so many years ago and it's people are still finding incredible new things in it, really weird yeah. new glitches, things that they can do. Like that's what's that's what's awesome about this sort of sandbox take on Zelda mixed with all the different stasis powers and stuff like that, is that People were just like bashing together a bunch of stuff in that game that was absolutely not meant to go together, or maybe it was. Right. And finding all these new ways to just like fly across the map. People were like, "Hey, I like <laughs> I rode a tree to Ganon's house because but like I did that before I even got a sword. <laughs> yeah, like stuff like it's just so much fun. So you're so fine fun. when Link chops down a tree to ride it into Ganon's <laughs> house, but you're not okay when Kirby chops down a tree to get to the giant galactic enemy he's fighting. Does Link ever fight uh, the great Deku tree? No, because it has a face. So if a, fa <laughs> a tree has a face, you shouldn't oh. fight it. That's that's the rule. Yeah. No, it's uh, Breath of the Wild is consistency. so so amazing. <laughs> and uh, my son has actually played through it to completion three times. And so wow. sometimes I'll just be watching him play it, and I'll be like, I've I don't I don't I don't think I've ever seen this area, or like it's just so vast. It's a different playthrough every time, and his playthrough playthroughs are so radically different than my playthrough that's just like one of the things that i love so much about it and i'm really 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 hoping that the next one is just you know it's just more of the same uh with the first thing i thought of stuff this morning was i, I want to do a show called beers of the kingdom that's like a drinking game every time like something happens in the game you have to drink and that every time anything, you get anytime anything, anytime anything happens legend of right. zelda <laughs> Yeah, nobody wants that. Legend of Zelda: Tears of the Kingdom. You got a release date. It comes out in uh, May twenty fifth or twenty third, I believe. I think it's. Um, oh, I'm sorry, May twelfth. Ooh, that's even better news. That means we'll all have Memorial Day weekend. 
to play just nothing but tears of the kingdom oh my god i'm so excited the one thing that i'm very disappointed about though very quickly was i was anticipating that we were gonna get that wind waker twilight princess remake release because every leaker said we were going to they promised uh-huh. us and they're never ever wrong oh what's that remember, oh the leaker is saying it turned out his source ago? that it might not happen yeah i know i know and remember people, when nobody i said listened to that episode where we had uh i'm sorry to just I, stop listening to these the nonsense leak things to just stop yeah it's not worth i it. just like i i'm i'm fine with with people uh like watching those those things unfold with like a grain of salt or for entertainment purposes. But I, I feel like the second you kind of hit your wagon to any of those rumors, you're invariably going to be disappointed when they don't come through. Yep. Cause there was a lot of great stuff in the direct today. And I feel like it's, it's being undercut by the stuff that wasn't there, which isn't necessarily fair to the stuff that was like, we got oh. a, we got a release date for breath of the wild to tears of the kingdom. And we got a new look at it and we found out about Pikmin four and literally what a two dozen other games right but yeah. the conversation is largely around what like, where are these you know remade ports of 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 gamecube games and that's a bummer like that's because so yeah just you know as always take that stuff with a grain of salt and like obviously you know we we the ign's been going for 25 years we've been we've reported on rumors and speculation before yada 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 but you know just on until it's there in front of you uh don't believe the hype I would say that one of the biggest clues is when you read a news story about a leak and they they reference the leaker as having been right in the past. They don't reference the 3000 times that they were wrong. And so it's a little mm-hmm. something called confirmation bias. We're not going to talk I'll about that anymore. Just, I'll also just go to bat for news here and say that by and large, our news department doesn't report on rumors and speculation. Oh, I wasn't talking about You're it. You're all very good unless, talking about yeah. the Unless there's like serious, IGN. like backed up source reports uh and it's something big and meaningful then yeah we don't do that anymore if you say yeah, zelda yeah, will be around direct eventually you will be right and oh i'm right i'm the leaker who's right yeah and that's how you gain false credibility so but i <laughs> i want to talk about something that's incredible and that's splatoon 3. brendan incredible reviewed splatoon 3 for us and i believe you gave single player an eight which is great on mm-hmm. the ign scale but you gave the multiplayer a nine and that Ooh. my friends is amazing brendan please talk to us about splatoon 3 we've all played it i'm loving it but i want to hear i want to hear your breakdown i'm glad you love what it. you love um yeah basically what i kind of went off with is when you're going for splatoon 2 which introduced salmon on and you look at splatoon 3 at first you're like well, there's not a whole lot new here. Is this really like, you know, there's people have been making like, the, oh, it's like, you know, Call of Duty, it's the same game every year. But like, really, if you actually take the time to look, there's a lot under the surface. And I think one of the things that Nintendo really did well is they listened to player feedback. They saw what both competitive players were looking for, what uh, casual players and just, you know, first timers need into this game. And they're like, hey, let's make things easier, approachable and give you the mechanics and the tools that you want to not only get into this, but wanting to stick around. And things like being able to have more cosmetics, being able to um, equip banners and badges and uh, customizable titles, like that's something to shoot for, like having their own battle pass system, which thank God it's not like a microtransaction deal. It's a free system. As you level up, you get new rewards, which can be anything from you know, new clothing, new emotes, new gear. It's a, it's a reason to keep playing, which I think, you know, this game on its own is, you know, tons of fun. But having that drive to go back and like, oh, I keep I want to keep leveling up so I can get, you know, the next cool thing is such a nice uh, addition. And the way that they've restructured the lobby system, because I love Splatoon too, but when you went to the lobby, you just sat looking at a menu for several minutes before yeah. you finally had a party to play with. And then if you want to get out, you did you like, quit out of everything to go switch your weapons, which eventually they updated that, you know, post-launch. And now we have this huge lobby system with like, you know, all these target ranges. You can see your friends, these cool little holograms. And like, I was able to see like, you know, oh, like a uh, pair is playing Salmon Run. I can go just join his match. And if we had fun, I can keep playing with him and uh, the party. And I don't have to like quit out or anything or make a new party. Um, things like that are such a great addition to this game to make it even more fun than it already is. 
Have you guys been having fun too? Oh, oh my god! I yeah. have been having mm-hmm. a ton of fun. Reb, I was going to ask you. you you've been uh, from what I've seen on social media. You've been pretty down with the Splatoon three. Oh yeah, I I loved the first two Splatoons. Um, I actually reviewed them for completely different websites. Uh, so I I I was I was sad that I had I had Gamescom, and but I'm I'm really glad that uh you know Brandon took over this. Uh, and did an amazing job and i think i think you're absolutely right the the lobby system feels revolutionary honestly like i put so mm-hmm. many hours into the first splatoon i put fewer into the, i actually put fewer into the second one because i i think what i wanted out of splatoon 2 was what we got in splatoon 3 like splatoon 2 mm. was good but it and Sa- salmon run i think was the best the best new addition in splatoon 2 um but it didn't feel like as meaningful an upgrade and this feels like the actual sequel to splatoon one that i Mm -hmm. i really wanted back then and yeah i it is it has been so easy to group up with my friends uh and that's that's really what i wanted uh both i i'm not i haven't really jumped into ranked because i've been getting my butt handed to me in in ranked so far but turf war has been a blast and i i've been jumping in with my friends both you know we've been getting in voice chats together on discord and playing but it's also wonderful to just be able to sign in and see oh three of my friends are all in a match together. I'm just going to jump in and annoy them. And it's, it's, it's been really, really great. And I tried some salmon run last night and did great and had a wonderful time. I love dressing up my squid kid. All of the outfits look great. I'm having fun with the single player. I, yeah, this is, this is the best. I am so glad they're doing like two years, at least of free content updates plus DLC. Uh, I'm going to be playing the crap out of this for a long time. Yeah. They actually announced the 24 seven, which wasn't, a thing in Splatoon 2 for some strange reason. Like, what if we just took it online for like five hours a day for no real reason? I was like, yeah, I love your mode. Let me play it. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say they announced the uh, the first Splatfest, which is coming up later this month. I think the 23rd through the 25th. And that is what you would need on a desert island. That's the three-team Splat mode that they, uh, because it's Splatoon 3, obviously. Brian, have you been playing any of this Splatoon game? I just started it yesterday and I already okay. love it. I'm not, I'm not great at Splatoon. I'm just not like, it sucks. Cause I'm like, okay. I'm pretty good at third person platforming games. I'm pretty good at shooters. Um, there's something about this game, this, this series that has always just been one of those things where I'm like, why is this not like, why am I not great at this? But I love it. It's so much fun artistically. Yeah. It's, it's one of my favorite, like this, this was, this was basically spun out from like a younger team of developers at Nintendo many years ago. And there's an energy to it that is opposite of, I, I think of what a lot of Nintendo games were at the time, which were like collect things and clean up things. And then th- these guys came along and they're like, make a mess, Re- you know, wreck shop, yeah, right. have, have fun, throw, throw garbage and paint everywhere. You're a gross fish to put your ooze all over the ground. <laughs> it's disgusting. Throw your eggs, you know, all that hit a guy with oh, a, yeah. a broom. Um, I will say that one thing that's a little frustrating to me is I, I played a couple of matches and from, from what I played so far, when a player drops out, it just kind of like killed the whole match. Like it, yeah. it put us into a screen where like you have to wait and go back. And so that's, that's a little frustrating. I wish there was kind of a more of a uh, fail safe there for when someone dips out, you can kind of keep going, drop a bot in there, anything like that. But um, yeah. until then, yeah. uh, I really like what I played so far and I'm excited to keep going. So to the thing uh, you I brought mean, up, I don't know that there's a good elegant solution to that. The first two, I remember mm-hmm. the first game, it, it was different. And I don't, I think it was like this in the second game too. If someone dropped out and they were on your team, you just had to keep going with three people and you inevitably got stomped. And so right. kind of what that led to and what I think they're you trying to protect against is people time. doing weird rage quitty things where if you're clearly losing and have no way to come back, people will just leave and then make it so you get stomped even harder. Um, and mm-hmm. that was really, really frustrating. And so I... <sighs> Yeah, I, I find it frustrating when I get kicked out because some people disconnected. And I actually, you know, the, the online is working pretty well, but I have had a few disconnects in the first you know yeah. week because, you know, there's a lot of people playing and servers are not always perfect and that's okay. But when, when I disconnect and it's not my fault, it's the server's fault and it gets taken as a loss, uh, that is really frustrating to me. But I also don't know what a more elegant solution necessarily would be. I noticed when I, I was playing, like, yeah. if, if it happened in the first, like, 30 seconds of the match, like, they're only three minutes long. If it was in the first 30 seconds or maybe even a minute, then it gave you that, like, oh, someone left. If it was after that, it kept going. Because it was like, okay, right. you're in it too fast, so it let me keep going. And the other team only had three people, and we stomped them, of course. But it was that far enough that they're like, hey, you know what? You guys have already played for a bit. I'm not going to kick you out now. Yeah, I, I, I mean, how quickly did pe- people figure out that they were going to lose 30 seconds in? They're like, oh, it's a loss. I got to go. <laughs> it's yeah. funny. Or some um, just yeah. had connection. 
Did I did so this is this is did I read that this is one of the biggest launches in video game history in Japan? Like, uh yeah, Japan. Nintendo it it did so well that Nintendo issued a statement to like brag about how well it did. I think it sold uh in th the 3. first three days, 3.45 yeah. million copies. So it's already sold more than uh, a lot of Nintendo games. And it's it only beaten New and Horizons, which yeah. is and that's absurd. Also, crazy. That's also, those are only the numbers for Japan. Those aren't the, uh, the you know, global numbers. So like for a yeah, game the, to sell more the, in Japan than, uh, I you know, like Game Builder Garage sold a million copies, uh, Xenoblade, one and two they sold around a million copies each and those are lifetime sales and those are worldwide and this game has already sold 3.45 million copies in three days so it's yeah. selling you know what like 1.15 million copies a day my partner it's is going over to there be right now for a billion my partner's for over TGS. there right now for tokyo game show um and he nice. was was tweeting about how it's kind of it does it's not surprising. I mean, it's already very popular there, so it's not surprising it sold so well. But apparently, they have advertised the bejeebus out of this game. He was at a restaurant, and there were Splatoon three advertisements on the menu at the restaurant. Wow! Yeah, wow. I want to do a Denny's on menu. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what restaurant it was, but yeah, it was actually Denny's in Japan. Yeah, <laughs> Denny's Japan. Yep, twenty four hours. I guess where that's where you get it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I couldn't remember a video item. Oh, thank you for that. But um, that's the good news. Splatoon three is amazing and awesome and fun, and I'm loving it, and we're all loving it. And you should play it. And you should also go read Brendan's review. But unfortunately, we have no more time this week. We had to do a very short show, and I apologize to everyone who was expecting a longer show. But uh, them's the breaks. What can you do? It's a very busy day in video game world. So. Uh, I want you to follow us on Twitter at NVC Podcast. Submit, submit your question block questions to the official, unofficial Facebook group. Uh, thank you to uh, Brian, Reb, and Brendan. I want to thank Red on the ones and twos, but most of all, I want to thank you for hanging out with us. And remember, NVC is the only place where you can get the thing. Destroy a tree. Get the thing. Oh, yeah.